Buda Baker has requested a trade. What it means for him, the Cardinals, and the 2023 NFL Draft. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome in to the Tuesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Shu, we're back with you here once again on the show. Hope everybody is having a great start to their Tuesday. Buda Baker, trade request, the Arizona Cardinals, and what it might mean for the 2023 NFL Draft and the number three overall pick. All the topic of conversation, the focus of today's show. Appreciate all of you listening out there in the podcast feed. Hello to everybody watching the video version here on YouTube. Hope you are all having a great Great start to your Tuesday, a topic that was originally supposed to be uh, kind of the subject, uh, the laser focus of yesterday's show, uh, ultimately got upended by Jalen Hurts signing a contract extension, so we pushed into today's episode, but we are going to talk about Buda Baker making a trade request, or at least us learning about him making a trade request, because I think that's the important distinction here. This is not a recent trade request. Uh, This is one that was made uh, a little bit ago. We are just learning about it now, and Buda went to the Cardinals and apparently asked for a trade. And, and wants to be the highest paid safety in the league. And that is the reasoning that is being used uh, behind him not um, not wanting to be there anymore. Now, I think it's important to kind of set a, uh, a foundation for this conversation to set us up for what this topic uh, is going to be about. But Buda Baker, 27 years old, just signed. Now, just signed two and a half years ago, right? This August, it will be three years since he signed this this contract, but signed a four-year, $59 million contract with the Cardinals back in August of 2020, $33.1 million in guarantees, 22.1 of it fully guaranteed. Uh, he is entering year four of that five-year deal. This year will be year four of what ultimately ended up being a five-year deal. It was a four-year extension, but it tacked on the last year uh, or one year of his rookie deal, uh, which was 2020, and then the four years added on for 2021, 2022, 2023, and 2024. Uh, So 2023 and 2024, the last two years of that deal, when he signed it, pretty sure it made him one of the top, if not the top safety uh, at the position. Right now, Buda Baker, here's where he stands among safeties with the current contract. Uh, his $59 million puts him just above Eddie Jackson, but below Justin Simmons, Harrison Smith, Jesse Bates, Jamal Adams, Marcus Williams, Kevin Byard, Minka Fitzpatrick, Derwin James. A good portion, if not all of those, I think, were signed after uh, Buda got his. His uh, $14.75 million annual average value is only surpassed by Justin Simmons, Harrison Smith, Jesse Bates, Jamal Adams, Minka Fitzpatrick, Derwin James. Again, all contracts signed after he got his deal. Uh, the total guarantees of $33 million, again, Again, the only guys in front of him, that big group that we mentioned, Justin Simmons, Minka, Jesse Bates, Marcus Williams, Jamal Adams, and Derwin James. And in terms of fully guaranteed money with the 22.1, not that many in front of him, only four safeties in front of him, Justin Simmons, Jesse Bates, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Derwin James. So while not near the top, or at least the tippy top of the market anymore, uh, still a respectable a respectable number for Buda Baker, but he wants to be put in that class with Derwin James, with Minka Fitzpatrick, with Jesse Bates, with Justin Simmons. Now, the problem with that is Derwin James and Minka Fitzpatrick are making those numbers right now when they are 27. Buda right now at 27 as well, so you can understand why he would want to reshape uh, and restructure and get a new contract, or at least an extension, uh, that puts him more in line uh, with where guys his age are being paid. Now, I will tell you that the cap numbers on this have been very 
very friendly for the Arizona Cardinals. $3.7 million in his in the first year of what ultimately was a five-year deal. Uh, but when he signed it, accounted for one9 against the cap, 4.1% of the cap in 2021, 7.1% of the cap last year, only accounts for 7.4% of the cap this year, and an estimated 7% of the cap in 2024. So this is not a contract that is an albatross to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, it is not a contract that is holding them back uh, from doing anything. And I think the other piece of context that we need to add before getting into uh, the demand itself, what the Cardinals should or shouldn't do, and how it impacts the 2023 NFL draft, the Arizona Cardinals sit in 2023 right now on April 18th, 2023, with $20.6 million in cap space. That is what they have that is available to them right now to be able to sign players via free agency. They also need it to be able to sign a draft class, but they also can use that for extensions. 2024, next year, $49.6 million in cap space. That's before they do any attempts at a restructure. That's before any potential trades take guys off the books. That's where the Cardinals sit. So from a strictly financial perspective, the Arizona Cardinals have the cap space to be able to get this done. So let's dive into this. And we'll look at it from the three angles that I think are are very important. And we will start with the Buda Baker side of this. You know, the idea of requesting a trade, you know, two and a half, almost three years after you just got a contract extension. And we talked about it yesterday in our our overreaction Monday on the TD and Premium Discord. Cheap plug uh, for those of you out there who maybe aren't a TD and Premium member to go ahead and join. Uh, You get access to the TD and Premium Discord where we do some premium exclusive content. And overreaction Monday, one of those things where you guys join what is our normal TD and staff meeting where we have these conversations about different topics. You guys get to ask questions very similar to what we do here on TD and Daily. But we talked about this and there was a there was a back and forth between a couple members of the staff of saying, you know, is this really, you know, the right way to to handle things? You know, Buddha just got a contract extension, you know, three years ago, and now he wants a new deal that's going to make him the highest paid safety. What happens in another year or two when other players beat that? Is he going to ask for another contract extension to become the highest paid safety? And, you know, what does that look like? Is it really, you know, worth it to do that? And we discussed whether or not it was in the Cardinals' best interest to do so. And ultimately, if you are of the belief that Buda Baker is requesting a trade because he doesn't want to be a part of whatever the Arizona Cardinals are defining their 2023 season, whatever they're defining this current chapter um, of their franchise, first-year GM in Monty Austin Fort, uh, first-year coach in Jonathan Gannon, um, franchise quarterback in the building, signed to a long-term deal. Again, not really the pieces that you expect to be put together in that, in that way. First-time head coach, first-time GM, but a quarterback that you've already got um, under contract long term, that's kind of got those. They got that GM and coach in a bit of a bind. They got to make that work. It's a weird situation. So where are they in the life cycle of a team? You've also got the idea that Kyler Murray's got a torn ACL, and I don't know how much, if at all, we can expect him to play in 2023. I think that's the big relative unknown to this. So you can understand it from Buddhist perspective. If of if I'm going to be here, if I'm going to take part in whatever this circus is going to be in 2023 and really beyond, because this team has got. A lot of needs to address. We've discussed it here on the show before. I feel they need help in every in every layer of both sides of the ball, um, and probably multiple players at those positions. Need help on the offensive line. Need more wide receivers. Need help in the running back room. Need help getting pass rush. Need help on the interior. Need help at the linebacker spot. Need corners. Even with Buda Baker, you need safeties. I mean, they need everything. They need help on every layer of their team, both offense and defense. So if Buddha's going to stick around, he says, well, you know what? If I'm going to stick around and be a part of this and I'm going to ball out in my, you know, my prime at this position, 
I want to. I want to. I want a new deal. I've only got one more one more year left on this deal anyway. After this season, let's restructure so I can be here long term uh, and I can be paid as the highest pay, paid safety in the league. And that's kind of where I fall on this, right? I don't think this is going to be a case of um, Buda Baker is going to constantly ask for a new contract every time he's no longer the highest paid safety in the league. He's only got one more year on his deal after this, so his age twenty seven season, and then he's got his age twenty eight season uh, next year, and then he's going to be a free agent. Well, if he can get a deal done now that can carry him into what would that be? a four or five year deal if you add in this current year on the deal so you're looking at a deal that's going to pay him until he's 32 or 33 that's probably the last big contract that he's going to get at the position so he wants to maximize his value now and get that cash in on that new big money contract extension while he's playing some of his best football and that's the resume that he's put together so from that perspective it makes sense if you are coming at this from the angle of Buddha is just doing this to get out of a uh, tumultuous situation in Arizona well he could just request a trade and I think everybody on planet Earth would understand Buddha looking around and saying, man, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't know what this is going to look like and wanting to play someplace else. Requesting a trade is different from requesting a trade because you want a new contract and the Cardinals aren't giving that contract. Those, two, those are two very different things. If he wants to be out of there and he just requested a trade, I would certainly understand it. I think most of you listening to the show would understand because you all can look at Arizona and say, oof, I don't know how good that team's going to be. We had questions in the pre-show about what happens when the Cardinals have the number one pick, which we will get to. I see your question in the chat, Sean. But like, th- these are the conversations that are, be- that are, that are happening amongst, amongst people in the football content space about what this is going to look like for the Cardinals in 2024. You don't think Buda Baker's having those conversations? You don't think Buda and his agent and his friends and other teammates are not having those conversations of what that team's going to look like? Not just this season, but the future? I mean, that's, that's you know, th- I can understand when Buda signed that contract in 2020, things were kind of trending in a different direction. They had that great year where they started the year 8-0. And then from there, it was the collapse, the loss in the playoff game to the Rams. The following season was a disaster. The torn ACL for Kyler. I mean, all of that stuff has not gone the Cardinals' way. And so the, the conditions when Buddha signed that contract in 2020 have changed. But if he, if he went in there and said, I don't want to be here anymore. I, I would like to request a trade. Uh, I'd like to play someplace else. I think we would all understand it. I think it's a little different when he goes in there and requests a trade and says he doesn't want, he want, it's because he wants a new contract. Because then that leads into the Cardinals side of this, right? Because what we do know is it, it is a trade request because he wants to be the highest paid safety in the league. If you are the Arizona Cardinals for a team that we just mentioned, We just talked about the idea that this team needs help in every single layer of their team. And there wasn't a single person in the live YouTube chat that pushed back on me and said, no, 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 Chris, they've got X player. They've got Y player. They've got Z player. You're not not giving them the benefit of the doubt because that is the true reality of the situation. They need help on every single position group, maybe outside of the quarterback position on their team right now. And there might be some who would say they should move on from Kyler Murray, but they've signed him to the big franchise contract so we're going to assume he's a constant right now so when you are the cardinals and you need help in every layer of your team what does it do for you when one of your marquee players one of the few key pieces that you would say you have on this team wants out and it's because of a contract dispute you can't find a way to make that contract get done you can't figure out a way to get a newly put together deal for Buda Baker you don't want to get a newly done deal for Buda Baker 
when you are a team that is in this level of transition, you got to keep the guys that you do have. You got to keep the guys that do make this thing tick because Buda is only 27 years old. You are still going to get prime Buda Baker at that position. And Buda Baker is one of the top five safeties in the league. Guy's a ball hawk. Guy's a great tackler. Guy plays with a ton of energy, a ton of physicality. I mean, he is the, the heartbeat of that defense. He is the way that that defense goes. As he goes, that team goes. And so when, when I look at this from the Cardinals' perspective, you don't want to get the good PR if you're Monty Ossonfort, if you're Jonathan Gannon. You're Jonathan Gannon. You're not pounding the table to Monty Ossonfort to say, give me this guy. Uh, give me this guy. You see the safeties I worked with in Philadelphia? I, I need this guy on my team. G- get this contract on. We've got the cap space. What are we doing here? You're you telling me Jonathan Gannon's not pounding the table? That's why it feels weird to me. It's why I, if I'm Arizona, you got to get this done. you got to show a goodwill gesture to the fans. This is one of the fan favorites. This is a guy that we like. This is a guy that this city loves. This city loves to root for. And I know because I'm in this city, I hear it all the time. People love Buda Baker. Get the deal done. Figure it out. Find a way to keep this guy in here because Tuttle makes the point that's going to transition into the draft angle of this. If you're not, and this is Tuttle's comment, if you're not paying anyone besides Murray, then trade the main assets and restock your roster. Exactly. If you are not going to pay Buda Baker, who are you going to pay? If you are not going to pay Buda Baker, what difference does it make? What player you get at number three? You are admitting that you need a complete overhaul of this roster. Now, I think we would agree that this, this roster needs a major overhaul, but guess what? I want to check one of the major boxes. I want to check one of the major boxes of Buda Baker for the next five seasons that he's on my team until he's 32 or 33 years old, and I've got a piece. I've got something I can check off. I'm going to get elite top-end production from the safety position. Check. Don't have to worry about it. I can go worry about the 50,000 other things that we need as a team. That's the direction you need to go in because I'm here to tell you, if there is not a deal done where the Cardinals are able to work out a deal with Buda Baker and we will transition into 2023 NFL draft talk, if you're not going to pay Buda Baker, I don't care how good you think Will Anderson is. I don't care how good you think Tyree Wilson is. You absolutely cannot be making a pick at number three. You need every piece of draft capital you can get. And even more so, if you're trading Buda Baker, I need draft capital in 2024. I potentially, if a team's coming up from from a, a faraway spot, I need picks in 2025. You need all of the draft capital you can get. Because if you're not willing to pay Buda Baker, who are you willing to pay? If you are not willing to pay Buda Baker, what does this roster actually truly look like? I I think we I think there are some people. I mean, I think people are split on Kyler Murray, but I think that the, the camp that believes in Kyler Murray believes he can be a difference maker. But he can't do everything. He can't stop the opposing team from scoring. He can't do that. And so if you're going to get rid of one of the key factors of your defense and you're not going to pay that guy, and we don't know. We don't know what the conversations have been like. I want to make that very clear. We don't know. Ultimately, they could get a deal done. And maybe ultimately this is posturing from Buddha saying that he wants to be the highest paid safety just to get out of Arizona. We don't know any of the intricate details, but what we do know is a trade request was made and it was reportedly because he wants to be the highest paid safety. That's all the information that we can go on. So if the Cardinals don't want to do this, if they don't want to get it done, or they don't get it done, and they decide to just trade Buda Baker, let's, for example, say they just can't work out a contract. They just can't come to a number that makes sense, or just Buda truly doesn't want to be there, right? Let's just say that. And you trade Buda Baker. It doesn't matter if whether or not you gave the contract or not. You traded away your best defensive player. We got to have a complete reevaluation of the way we're doing things here. We can't pick Will Anderson at number three because are we going to be is when Will Anderson is at his best, at his peak? 
are we going to be competitive? Or are we going to trade down and take another player and get more pieces so that we're able to continually build to this roster in 2024 and 2025 and beyond? That's the back and forth that I have. And we've got a lot of comments in the chat that have been piling up here. And I, and I kind of went on a little bit of a rant here at the beginning of the show. And so we'll get to some of them now. But Sean asks, what happens when the Cardinals are the worst team in the NFL and have the number one pick? Does Kyler get the axe? Do they take Caleb Williams? And I want this to be a PSA. And I think I've said it before on this show. Um, I know I've said it on Prospects and Props. I know I've said it in some in some TD and Overreaction Mondays and in some film studies as well. So I will say it again here uh, to make sure it is on the record. But everybody do me a favor. Google the Kyler Murray contract. Go to Spotrack. If you want to, go to overthecap.com. Spotrack has a better breakdown of how this would work out from a, a cap perspective if they made these moves. Go look at what... Click on the 2024 number and then click the little X, which means you're going to get rid of Kyler Murray after 2024. Click on that number and see what the dead cap ramifications are for any single one of those options. A cut, a trade, either post-June 1 or pre-June 1, and tell me if you think a team is going to take on that kind of dead cap that they have to allocate to their team. Because if you are doing this, right, let's play this out, Sean. They have the number one overall pick, and they're going to take Caleb Williams. They're going to trade or cut Kyler Murray, and in a best-case scenario, carry a $13 million dead cap hit in 2024, but then a $33 million dead cap hit in 2025. The idea of having a Caleb Williams or a Drake May or a, any of the other quarterbacks that you want to mention in, a, in the 2024 class or any of the quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, any of the quarterbacks that you're taking this year, the idea and what makes those guys so attractive, not only is their skill set, but the idea that you have them on a rookie contract and you can use the excess cap space to be able to support that player with other pieces. You can go out and give big market contracts to those other positions that maybe you aren't able to hit on or develop in the draft. But guess what? You're going to carry $33 million in dead cap in 2025 for a player that's not going to be here. You're going to waste one of those years of a rookie contract. And oh, by the way, if Caleb Williams is as good as everybody thinks he is, and he's the number one overall pick, you're really going to only have, what, three years of that deal? Four years of that deal? Before you're going to have to negotiate a contract extension? If Caleb's as good as everybody thinks he is, you think five years, 255 that Jalen Hurts got is what Caleb Williams is going to get? Again, if he's as good as everybody says he is? So you're going to waste two years of what is a four-year window when you have this contract that works for you because you're going to pay $46 million in dead cap charges to, 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 to move on from Kyler Murray? Again, is it possible? Yes, they could make the decision. Do I think it's likely? No. And I, don't think the, I think the math bears it out. The sports nut says, does Arizona value amount of draft capital or staying in a certain range when looking to trade from three? I think it's a great question. I think if you're trading Buda Baker, give me a mountain of draft capital. If Buda Baker's still on this roster and you're, st and you're going to trade out in number three, which, by the way, I think they should do regardless, give me a certain range because I still want to get one of the top edges. That's a major position of need for them. But if I'm trading Buda Baker, and it's not just trading one player, it's what the, the significance of that one player and I think the signal it sends to the larger fan base of where this team is at. If you trade Buda Baker, who are you, who are you keeping around? So give me, give me the most amount of draft capital possible. If we're keeping Buda... And we're, he's the he's the linchpin of our defense, the, the the heartbeat, the leader of our defense. We've got Kyler, even though we don't know how much he's going to play in 2023. We have him on the offensive side of the ball. I'll trade back to get more picks because I'm always going to need more picks to, to overhaul this team. But I kind of want to stay in a certain range, probably no further down than top 12 to be able to get one of these edge rushers or potentially an interior player like Jalen Carter. Right? That's 
that makes some sense. Sean says, "Why does Philly? Uh, why does Philly give Cardinals uh, pick number thirty make too much sense if Philly gets the Philly gets the safety and the Cardinals get more ammo to rebuild?" Yeah, I mean the current report is that the Cardinals are probably looking at a day two pick. I believe that came from Albert Breer. Um, that the request of a new contract is what, is what would stop that from being uh, a top draft pick. Now, are the Eagles going to look at pick thirty and value it the same as they do pick ten, or are they going to view pick thirty and say it's basically like a second round pick anyway in this year's draft class? We can use it to get. Uh, an impact safety, a player that we wouldn't be able to get at pick 30, right? Even if the safety, if all the safeties are available at pick 30, they're not going to get a player of Buda Baker's caliber that can be able to help them right now at 30. So if you're the Cardinals, would you take pick 30 for Buda Baker? If you can't get a contract done, again, I think getting a contract done should be priority number one. Those are, th- that's a great question, Sean. I mean, I certainly think if I'm the Cardinals and I get to a situation where I cannot keep Buda in the building, pick 30 would entice me. I would be picking 10, I would be picking, or I'd be picking three, I'd be picking 30, and we can go from there. I would still then trade out a three, move down to at furthest, you know, 10 or 12, pick there, pick 30, have future first as well. Then you kind of be setting yourself up for success. But I, I can't see a scenario where the Cardinals should stay and pick at three. Uh, I certainly think if they move Buda Baker between now and the draft, or between now and the draft, they know that they're moving on from Buda Baker. I don't see how staying at three is is best for the long term future of the team. And I I want to make something very clear. I think too often in this space in football media, and I think too often in other sports, particularly in baseball, teams focus too much on the long term future. Right when it's when it comes to trading prospects, there's too much of a conversation of yeah, but you got to think about five years down the road. What was it? What could this prospect potentially be? And what about the, the the team five years down the road? And I think we get too caught up in long-term future. When when quarterbacks get big-time contracts like Jalen Hurts did yesterday, people worry about oh, I don't know about that contract four or five years from now. People worry too much about the long-term future. But in this case, I think the only thing the Cardinals have is a long-term future. They don't have a short-term future. They don't have a one, two, even three-year window where I think they can put together a magical run. They have to think with the long-term in the front of their mind, not in the back of their mind. Teams like the Eagles, eh, I'm not worried about the long-term future. we got a window right now. Howie's great at this. Howie's great at being able to tear it down and rebuild it. He's, he's shown that he's able to do it. I want to maximize the short term. I want to maximize probably the next three years to be able to try to break through and win a Super Bowl again. That's what I want to do. You saw the Rams do it. They went all in on a short little window. They won a Super Bowl. Tampa did it with with Tom. Went in on a window, won a Super Bowl. So there are situations and, and teams where a short-term window makes some sense. The Cardinals are not one of those teams. The Cardinals need to be thinking with a long-term vision. Again, Picking number three, I don't think makes sense in any capacity. But if you were going to trade Buda Baker between now and the draft, or you're going to trade Buda Baker in general, keeping that number three pick, I don't think does you any favors. Doesn't matter how good Will Anderson is going to be, you were still going to be so far behind, and you're not going to have the draft picks that you could get. Because again, what are you going to get? At, at, at best, you're going to get thirty for the Eagles from the Eagles for Buda Baker. So you didn't add, you, you don't you don't trade three. You trade Buda for a pick this year. Guess what? You don't have additional capital in 2024. You don't have additional capital in 2025. Yeah, you're going to have cap space, but 
you don't have additional capital. You've got Kyler on the books for a big contract. You, you were able to pick a good player at three. And if Will Anderson's great, great, that checks a box. But you still need help all over the place. So to me, you need to get the most draft capital possible. And then with that draft capital, hit some home runs. Hit some home runs. Hit some grand slams even. And get your get some franchise cornerstones to be able to surround this coaching staff, this new GM, uh, Kyler Murray with, to be able to probably four or five years from now have that window. Maybe three if you do it correctly and you get enough picks in 2024 and 2025 and you can spend the $49 million that you currently have, $50 million that you have in 2024, and right now the $188.5 million that you have available in 2025 in cap space. You might be able to do this in three years. But you got to start now. This has to be a home run. And that includes trading the number three pick. So a fun look into uh, the Buda Baker, Arizona Cardinals, how it could impact the 2023 NFL draft and see how it all plays out. And this is the fun part. These, these are the fun little thought exercises that we can go through here uh, between now and the NFL draft. Will something get done, you know, in the week plus that we have until the draft? I don't know. Um, if the Cardinals ultimately make the decision that they are not going to keep Buda Baker or they, they can't keep Buda Baker for whatever reason, then I would want to get as much draft capital as I can, um, you know, as soon as possible so I can see what I'm dealing with. And then I can start making those phone calls to trade number three and, and, and make those moves. So that would be kind of the timeline that I'll be working on. But the best part about all this is we will get to find out. I know we have to wait and time will only tell, but ultimately we will get an answer. Either Buda Baker's going to be on the Cardinals to, to start uh, week one of the regular season, or he's not. Right now it appears that the Cardinals have no interest in moving him, according to reports, so right now that, that, that's where they're at. Maybe they'll be able to work out a contract, but I think the Cardinals are one of the more interesting teams. I think we've, we've talked about the Texans um, you know, at number two, maybe not taking a quarterback. I, I Again, I, I the Cardinals at number three are where things can get a little weird. Because if they stay at three, it's going to be weird. If they trade out of three, we know what that means. There are a lot of different scenarios that play out uh, when they pick at number three. Uh, that's going to do it for us on the podcast version of the show. Appreciate everybody listening in today uh, to this conversation about Buda Baker and the Arizona Cardinals. Please do me a favor. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And make some time come on and join us on the youtube version of the show 11 a.m eastern standard time every single day on the jeff network youtube channel uh give us a subscribe over there about that um and you'll be able to join the conversation which includes uh, the post show as well which we get into some random stuff we were talking about draymond green in the in the pre-show so you can again the post show gets wild we talk about all sorts of different things uh there as well so appreciate everybody making this show a part of your day i hope everybody has a great rest of their tuesday i will talk to you all tomorrow